The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody welcome to another episode of Colts fans in bill's land you lost two bitches yeah y'all own one too hoes <laughs> my name is matt johnson one of your hosts alongside with me as always uh the wonderful colorful personality mr brandon rogers brandon uh Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you? You know, I've seen a lot of things on Twitter. I felt a lot of emotions watching the game yesterday. I watched it back this morning before work, the condensed version on Game Pass. And I'm doing better than I was around 4 p.m. yesterday. I'm doing better. <laughs> That's uh, good. Still need to crack this beer open just to rehash those those feelings. So how are yeah. you? Uh you know what? This didn't hurt me as bad. I don't know if I half expected it or I just if I've just given up emotional attachment to cold football. Because yesterday was not a good day for me for, from a football perspective. All right. Fancy football. I got my cheeks clapped. All right. Got them clapped. Got, they, they got clapped. All right. It wasn't good. Every single one of my money leagues, I got I got whooped up. And then the Colts lost the way that they did, looking very, very incompetent uh, from a top to bottom standpoint, coaching, all that stuff. And I, I just like I'm just like, you know what, whatever. I think I, I have I given up? If I if I oh. given up no. I Maybe I'm growing up. Maybe I'm growing up a little bit and nope. like not taking it too hard. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. It's week one, man. We're used to this by now. This is what happens week one. Jacksonville. You know, you had to eat a paper towel last year. I think about that. I'm so glad I didn't bet I had to eat anything weird this year. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. They're a good team too. Seattle is a good team. They're consistent NFC conference, like the just contenders every single year. So, you know, uh, we didn't look the best. We haven't, we didn't have uh, the, the great, greatest off or preseason, you know, when it comes to training and, you know, people being hurt. And- we were three and oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eastern season. We're not Pre- Eastern season. No. <laughs> preseason matters. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> No, Man. yeah, you. I mean, you are right. Like, I it is Seattle. I was just hoping, like, you know, the Colts have been one of those teams who just have trouble 
beating some of the good teams. And I would have liked, like, that would have been a wonderful statement game to kick off the season, break the uh, eight-year stigma, uh, and and just result of not winning on week one, and you go and beat a really good team. And uh, I just, I think my initial takeaway from, you know, all of this is, well, one, yeah, they're a really good team. And two, I just, I couldn't believe how not ready the Colts looked. Yes. There was no fa- passion or fire. Urgency. Urgency. None, none of that. Um, with this team, they did not look, this did not look like a team that was excited for football, pro football to return. Nope. And a, a, one that's, you know, at had with full capacity in their stadium for the first time in a, in, in a while as well. They didn't have consistent fans last year, but uh, I, I just, I, I don't, it was bad. I, I was like embarrassed. I, I put on, took off and put on my Carson Wentz jersey multiple times throughout the day. Um, <laughs> But I'm not mad at Carson. I'm going to say that. Uh, I am not mad at Carson Wentz at all. You know, there's a, there's a wonderful quote that came out of yesterday. I believe it was from Ryan Kelly. I think it was Ryan Kelly. We unfortunately got to see how tough Carson Wentz is. Yes. Yep. And, you know, I, I think I hate that it had to happen that way. I truly do. I hate that it had to happen that way. But it was nice to know that Carson Wentz cared and he showed that he cared on the football field. And he can play. Yes. He could play. He did not look broken at all. Nope. You know, uh, he had like a 45% uh, pressure rate. I mean, think about it. Like almost half of your dropbacks, you're getting pressured automatically. Like, bam. Like, it's insane. He got hit 15 times. Uh, what? But he, he still, he didn't look like the the Carson Wentz of last year you know he, he didn't turn the ball over well I mean that fumble I I, I don't I don't even think they was it ruled a fumble or I, I think maybe uh it was they they at least I think they did call it a fumble I just know but we didn't just, convert on fourth down like I, all right yeah, dude, whatever dude, turnover on downs or fumble yeah I, right I'm not putting that on Carson that you know that was what it was bam um but I mean he he looked good there are times where he had to escape. He used mobility, something that we had nothing with Philip Rivers last year. Imagine that, if that was Philip Rivers out there last yesterday. That terrifies me. That 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 thought terrifies me. The fact that, I mean, shoot, I did, I did want Philip Rivers back, but that would not have been very nice. It wouldn't have been very pleasant, and it would have been, you know, a very pissed off Philip Rivers. Uh, and, and people re- calling for him to retire after week one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it would have happened. You are right. The gift that Carson had, uh, mobi- you know, his mobility factor did come hugely into play. That and foot, I'm- that foot looks completely healthy. Yes. That surgery. And, you know, oh, he's going to miss, you know, uh, five to 12 weeks and blah, blah, blah. Hell no. He's good. No, he's, he's good to go. Uh, yeah. Carson is probably the only positive. There was definitely, you know, obviously it wasn't perfect because the whole team didn't play perfect, but. Uh, or even remotely close to perfect. But, yeah, Carson Wentz was definitely one of my bright spots this week. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people bringing up the fact that two of our, you know, highest, you know, respected positions are, are, are I guess, aspects of our team, our, our defensive front, right, our front seven, and then our offensive line were, uh, were incredibly lackluster yesterday. 
out of that whole group, I think only Quentin Ellison and the Forrest Buckner showed up. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Darius Leonard was was very, very quiet. Um, you know, this this front that we were all excited to see with Quiddy Pay and, and all these pieces, and uh it, it just wasn't there. And Russell Wilson had his way with this defense. In order for the Colts secondary to have a, a, a nicer day, our front seven had to get to Russell Wilson, had to make him uncomfortable. And uh, they just did not do a very good job of it, at least in the first half. The, the defense woke up in the second half. But, you know, the first half is when we were it, it was just bad. I I think it's indicative of a Eberflus defense. I mean, last year we got shredded by Gardner Minshew week one. It's like, I don't know if it's ill-prepared or they just say, hey, we're going to give you a giveaway the, the first game of the year. It doesn't make sense to me because right. they always come out so flat week one. It's stupid. Um, our defense is better than what came out on the field last yesterday. Oh, 100% no, agree. 100% agree. Defense is going to be better. The offensive line is going to be lead. Brayden Smith, I don't know what happened. Uh, too busy fishing and gardening. All. He looked awful. He had yesterday. a foot injury. Apparently, he reported he had a foot injury. Really? Oh, you didn't see that? Yeah, Frank no. Reich reported it today, uh, Monday the thirteenth, that he, there was a foot. He had a, sustained a foot injury uh, throughout oh. during the game. So it just just more stuff piling on. But yeah, it was. What's up with the feet, man? What's up with the feet? <laughs> Son of a gun! Yeah, Rex Ryan put a curse on us, didn't he? It, it certainly seems like it. it certainly seems like it. Uh, yeah, it was just I couldn't believe how bad the offensive line looked, man. I, I'm ready for Eric Fisher to return. Uh, turnstile Julian Davenport. A, when I go through like subway stations and stuff and, and like the carnival and all sorts of stadium, I can't wait to go through the Davenport. I can't <laughs> wait to put my money in and just walk right through the Davenport. Um, it's I am I am elated at that opportunity to walk through the Davenport. He was trash god awful it almost uh, no i can't even go that far i almost said that i, I missed sam tevy but i'm not gonna <laughs> go that far i will not oh, no, no, I, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i will not go that far but no. eric fisher is should be back soon i mean uh, from all reports we shouldn't be surprised if he starts uh, sunday against uh, the rams God. I've got one. What? But what? 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 What if he's not much better? I mean, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah, if he's not much better than Davenport. We this is indicative of Ballard, and it it would be a failure on him because he went with you know the guy coming off an Achilles injury, knowing we had very little depth behind him. True. Um, if for some reason this Fisher experiment fails, that's going to be a big strike on Chris Ballard because he there were better options out there healthier options out there and he oh, said, I know ah, we're going to go with we're going to go with Fisher yeah I mean the, especially the way that the Kansas City Chiefs like built up their offensive line like yeah within weeks you know within a week probably you know there were plenty of options for the Colts to make moves and and again you know we're always like looking like oh we're all just kind of waiting right oh this is where we got Ballard this is where we got Ballard and it certainly it, it it like really feels like it right now. Like this team is supposed to be a sound core team, a, a team that, you know, people want to come and play for. Carson Wentz wanted to come to play for Indianapolis is what, you know, what I, what I, I would like to imagine. 
He wanted to get out of Philly, and I'm sure he wanted to go where Frank Reich was. He wanted to come to Indianapolis. Uh, I would, you know, if we got Matthew Stafford, <laughs> Matthew Stafford would have been pissed be, be playing behind that offensive line. He would have been having PTSD flashbacks to his years in Detroit instantaneously. Um, but you are right. The left tackle. I mean, this, this is a big area of concern. We went two straight defensive ends in the draft. Quiddy pay Deo Odie Ingbo. Uh, and there were plenty. I think there was enough. There, there was at least decent left tackle, um, you know, personnel there and free again, the free agency thing, you know, it, there was lots of opportunities to do this. So if Eric Fisher does not pan out and we do not get the Anthony, you know, a version of Anthony Costanzo that, that we hope that Eric Fisher can be this year is going to be bad. And I hate to, you know, overreaction Monday. Uh, I, I hate to hit the panic button right away, but uh, this is not good. This is not good. It, and even if Eric Fisher it, isn't like if something happens, we got to go back to Davenport. Yep. You know, like there's other, like other offensive lines can, uh, you know, if one guy goes down, they could bring up another offensive lineman and things are, they're not the same, but they're still good. And the offense can function right now. The Colts don't have that. I, uh, I watched all of the 1 PM games. Uh, you know, I was in a bar and I literally had, a 360 view of all the games that run at one. A lot of the offensive line play had a lot left to be desired. Like uh, Deion Dawkins, a starter from Buffalo. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, it was bad. Awful. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was getting harassed all the time. Uh, Taylor Luan was getting killed by Chandler Jones. Oh, he got murdered. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, revamped one, but he still had like a 40% pressure rate where he was running back and forth. I mean, they've said it for the last couple of years that offensive line play is just garbage. It's the the shallowest pool of talent in the NFL right now because everyone wants to be, you know, a defensive line, a defensive lineman. You know, those guys that get paid, and really the 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 stars uh, in on the offensive line are few and far between. So you know the depth's not going to be there, but that's inexcusable for what we turned out yesterday. It was, the effort wasn't there. Uh, at one point, he literally had, I, I think Reich had the two tight ends, Granson and uh, Doyle, chipping on da- Davenport. Both of them just yeah. sitting next to Davenport just to try and help him on out because he was getting destroyed. Yeah. And, you know, and then, okay, then you've got your only two wide wideouts out there. So, of course, you have to dump off to your running back every time. It's just, it made for frustrating football. It wasn't entertaining. Um but Wentz made do with what he had. I think we need help. Uh, we need Fisher to come on back. We need T.Y. to be T.Y. Because our, our wide receivers weren't getting open downfield. Fast no, enough. Pittman was like, you know, Pittman's supposed to be our breakout dude. And I didn't hear nothing about Pittman. Haskell huh? caught two touchdowns. But uh, Pittman, Mr. Future Wide Receiver 1, uh, didn't do shit. You know, once I can wear his jersey, maybe he'll start doing well. But right now, he's just he he he's he's lost. He's absolutely lost. Uh, mega strong though. Hey, couple big catches, three first downs. Yeah, three first absolutely. downs. Killed it, it. for you know a seventh round wide receiver pick. I'll take that every day of the week. No, for sure, for sure. He, 
He could, <laughs> who knows? He could end up being our future wide receiver one the way this Honestly, kid is going. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Would not be surprised. That's my dude. Yeah. I mean, Paris Campbell hit, did, you know, it's supposed to be a big, everyone's like, oh, is Paris Campbell going to break out? He had a couple big, you know, big catches and stuff. He extended some drives, but it just, it, it wasn't enough. It, it just wasn't enough. Well, you know, he had, I think he had three targets. I think Pittman had four targets. And what are you going to do in, in that limited amount of, of space? You, you don't get the opportunities to, to ball out because Wentz didn't have the time, you know? Right. But again, I think that's more on the coaching. Coaching should have said, all right, well, we're not going to get time with Davenport, halftime adjustment, shallower routes, quicker developing routes, get these guys open and let them do some plays. You know, he's calling screens here and there. The run game never really got going because our offensive line was not good. Right. And it just felt like there was no, no urgency. Uh, and then they didn't deviate from the game plan. Things weren't working, but he still just kept on trying to do the same thing over and over and over again. It was yeah, just the, frustrating. Which, you know, this, that was a big criticism of, of, of Reich, I think, last year was his game planning, game script, all that stuff. You know, how he's letting games unfold. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, man, I want him gone because obviously this era oh, is God much no. better than God, no. Pagano. <laughs> but we do need him to be the head coach that we believe him to be. We need him to be smart, calculated. Uh, you know, I thought he, he did pretty good in, in certain, you know, situations. He took points when he could have went aggressive, uh, you know, which I was actually okay with when they'd happened. Like, I think it was like fourth and fourth and goal. And they, they went for a field goal instead of being aggressive because they kind of knew how things were going that day or, you know, on Sunday. So I, I did like I some... that's right. Disagree with you. You do. Okay. First drive, you know, they were moving the ball pretty well, pretty well. Fourth and fourth and goal. I think they had like two yards to go. Right. And he kicked the field goal. Not that. It's the, the freaking beginning of the, the, the very first drive of the season. Nah. Establish it. Okay. Go for it. Why not? I mean, you got Taylor. Well, go behind Quentin Nelson. Call right. it a day. They don't get it. All right. Seattle starts off at the two. I, obviously, you know, Russell Wilson picked us apart, but say we got him for a, a safety. The whole tide of the whole game could have changed right then and there. Okay. But we played it safe, and we took the field goal, and then Russell Wilson decided to stomp our dicks in. Yeah, he had way too much time, and then our second, yeah, our secondary just got blown up. No Xavier Rhodes out there this week. I forgot what his uh, his reason was. Uh, it was a knee. Yeah, something like Probably. that, and they just got torched. Uh, I think two of Russell Wilson's touchdown passes went for more than fifty yards. I think Lockett had a. Uh, Lockett might have had a 69-yard one, and I think yep. DK was in the 50s. No, I think they were both Lockett, weren't they? Oh, you think they were? They're both Lockett. Yeah, cool. I have him in fantasy, so you know, I wasn't too upset by those two touchdowns because they went to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. again, you know, watching the film back again this morning, that uh, that 69-yard one, it was like third and long, uh, or it was like third and 10, third and 10, and Russell Wilson just escaped the pocket. Like, he got lucky. Rainbow pass, probably the prettiest pass of his entire career for a touchdown. It was gorgeous. Our defense did enough to stop it, but sometimes great offense just beats a great defense. And that's no, what happens sure. on that particular play. He's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's fantastic, future Hall of Famer. He's going to get his shots. Unfortunately, we didn't get enough of ours to kind of sustain him. We had him at the uh, 26 points or 28 points. It's not horrible. I wish that we did better. Uh, we definitely didn't pressure him enough. 
but I felt like all in all, it wasn't the sky is falling game that a lot of Colts fans are, are screaming about. We, oh. we need to work on our offense. Carson missed a lot of camp. Yes. You know, we've got Davenport who is trash as trash can be uh, besides Sam Tevy. So it's just, it's going to take some time to jump. Things yeah. are gonna, they're going to get there. Relax guys. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it's so hard. It, 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 I mean, it, it is difficult. It is definitely difficult. Like I whipped out my, uh, my my photoshopped me at the me in the bathtub with the toaster plugged in picture almost instantaneously. <laughs> I think as soon as Russell Wilson hit that that first tower lock at one, it's just like it, it's it's uh, it's always you almost gotta have it at this point. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that you you would have wished for a better you know product. But uh, let me read through the stats on the day uh, and what what transpired, how everything kind of went. All right, so as we said, the Seahawks did defeat the Colts 28-16. to 16. Stats, Russell Wilson for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson, 18 of 23, 254 touchdowns. Or, Jesus Christ, that would have been crazy. 254 yards, four touchdowns. Leading rusher, Chris Carson, 16 attempts and 91 yards. He had a pretty good day, too. I was Yeah, like, I, I didn't was, like that. I was pissed about that. Are we losing Anthony Walker more than we thought we would? Uh, he's doing all right for himself in Cleveland, from what I see. Yeah. And probably a little bit. Uh, I was pissed because I was like, there's no way. Like, I, we did our fantasy show on Saturday uh, for the two-point, and I was just like, yeah, don't start Chris Carson against this Colts pass rush. And then he goes and does that. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, and then your leading receiver for the uh, Seahawks was Tyler Lockett, four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. DK had uh, four catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, Gerald Everett had uh, also caught a receiving touchdown as well. For the Colts, Carson, 25 of 38, 251 yards, two touchdowns, zero INTs. I'll, I'll, I'll take that for a guy who was slated, you know, slated, rumored. We were told that we were getting this trash football player. And even, you know, I definitely fell for that. Uh, I will take Not that. me. No, I was so confident. He was going to be <laughs> fantastic the whole time. <laughs> All right, Colin Cowherd, chill out over there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, I was I was happy with Carson rushing. Jonathan Taylor, seventeen attempts, fifty six yards. Uh, again, again, our line was not not good, not no, good. No, not at all. It, it was kudos to their defensive line. They they did great. They did good. I was sad because their defense was so bad last year, and then it came out and did this. I was just like, oh my god, why couldn't we play them last year? Uh, Jonathan Taylor is also the leading receiver on the day, six catches, 60 yards, and should be noted that Naheem Hines was the second, uh, had the second most yardage in receiving wow. six catches, 48 yards. Uh, Pascal had two touchdowns and yeah, it was a lot of, di- just a lot of disappointment. Paris Campbell had three targets, one catch for 24 yards. Pittman had four targets, three catches for 29. Uh, Michael Strawn, two, two targets, two catches, 26 yards. Yeah, that's not good. Um, that's not good at all. But oh, big good good news. You know, Aaron Donald's going to town next week. He'll be fine. Oh yeah, we're gonna be all right. <laughs> Fuck me. You're gonna be great. Uh all right. So I guess enough about the C- Seattle Seahawks. Let's talk about uh these Los Angeles Rams. We're on to Los Angeles. I'm not gonna lie, through the first half of the game, I was like, okay, the Colts played like shit today. 
but they have a chance. If Andy Dalton's keeping this game close, we have a chance. And then the second half happened, and Matthew Stafford's hitting wide-open dudes, like Cooper Cup and, oh. and Tyler Higby and all these dudes for touchdowns. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, Stafford looked great. He did. I want to get I gotta give him a lot of kudos. It was cool to see Stafford pull, you know, this big playability. That's what a lot of people wanted to see when Stafford went to the Rams. Uh, you know, the opportunity to go and make big time plays, quick strike touchdowns. Mm. That's what Detroit drafted Matthew Stafford for. But Detroit failed to continually put people around him that can go and make those plays. Failed to put an offensive line, you know, in front of him. Matthew Stafford was tremendous. He yeah. he finally has a, he finally has a great offensive minded coach that's going to utilize him to the best of his abilities and damn it the league should be put on notice for sure first year which makes me even more like oh you know how nice it would have been been to grab that but he just fits in with Los Angeles I think it just it's one of those things it's it's certainly one of those things you know I still uh, still haven't played Madden twenty one yet because or in quite some time because I traded for Matthew Stafford because I thought it was a surefire thing. And then he went to the Rams and <laughs> I haven't been able to pick up the game ever since. Uh, but that's a story for another day, but yeah, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. He looked great going up, up against the Chicago bears on prime time, his first prime time ga- game in probably a very long time at that. I think it's been a long time since I've seen him, uh, you know, playing a prime time slot, but this Rams team is good, man. They are one of the most complete teams that the Colts will face this year. We have to face a lot of them, uh, you know, offensive line running back that Daryl Henderson did looked fantastic last night. Uh, you know, the wide receivers, Cooper cup, Robert God, Woods. So good. Cooper cup more. So is a, is a better connection with Matthew Stafford seemingly, but again, that's a very good wide receiver room that also includes Deshaun Jackson, who, you know, incredible <laughs> speed burner, they also had some other, uh, they have one other guy too that they kind of floated in and out with, you know, Jackson. But, uh, but yeah, then their defense, of course. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh yeah, Quentin Nelson, Aaron Donald, this is going to be good. Mm-mm. 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 Nope. It would have been good, you know, if he, uh, what, what, no, Brandon, stop it. Bad Brandon, bad, bad, bad. Not negative, you know. Week one dud happens all the time. Week two, we're coming out focused, sharper. Ryan Kelly's going to play a thousand times better. Quentin Nelson's going to be Quentin Nelson. Everything's going to be okay. Cold W next week. That's Colt what w. I'm hoping for. Like, my mentality is this. All right, so after this week, I'm right back 2019. We're going out to play the Chiefs in prime time. And going into that game, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And the Colts ended up winning. I hope they surprise the Rams. Of, of course, being a Colts fan, I really hope that they do. But matchups wise, it's not very much in the Colts' favor. <laughs> uh, it is unfortunately not very much in the Colts' favor. Um, it isn't. You know, it, it, I I hope that they you know Quinton can hold off Aaron as excuse me as best as he possibly can. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take double teams. I know that the Rams usually like to run a three, four base, uh, you know, so it's going to take a lot of effort from Ryan Kelly and, and company to, to hold them off. But it's, it's just so hard. It's so hard. They're, they're strong where we're strong, um, which is, you know, it's not, a, it, it's not a good thing. So what I mean by that is, 
you know, we're going to try and run this ball, right? We're going to try and send Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines. But you got those linebackers. You got the you got that front line. That front seven is just disgusting. Stupid. Uh, stupid, disgusting. We and then you a- add Jalen Ramsey to the back. Jesus. Yep. Christ. Yep. Who like who we got? Who's he got to cover? Uh, <laughs> he has his pick <laughs> of the litter. Just, oh, picking daisies. Like, all right, I know. <laughs> he Jeez. has his pick of the litter. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's it's it, it could be bad. I just hope that they cut the Colts come out awake. Uh, are they playing in LA or are they at home? No, this is in Indy. It is in Indy. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we didn't pick this game to go to. Uh, yeah, probably not for the <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably not. So let's do what we did uh last week. And we're gonna do we're gonna go kind of position by position and make our um make our comparisons for here, let me just pull up last week's uh where did it go? Last week's stuff. There we go. Okay. So uh the quarterback position. Who has the advantage here? And I, I Oh man, yeah. Let me see. Whose quarterback is better? Um Carson Wentz or the guy that I wanted Ballard to, you know, trade for. So <laughs> right. So. The guy, yeah, the guy that we settled for, or uh the guy that we set we settled yeah. for, or the guy that we really wanted. Yeah. Um and again, that's yeah, it's we're happy with Carson right now, but it's there's no doubt it's uh it is Matthew Stafford. So we give that the the Rams the quarterback nod running back. Oh, uh, Colts, Colts all day for this yeah. one. I mean, yeah, we got yeah. two absolute supreme stuff. And I, I'm gonna take a little break from this real quick. Sure. Marlon Mack. Do we do we like bait him anywhere like trade bait for anywhere because i i think he's on the way out right he has to be he didn't get any reps at all yesterday what i yeah that's a that i didn't understand that one why would they sign him for two million dollars if they're not going to put him in the game at all and it probably it might be because of the bad offensive line player they want to ease him into this maybe you know ease him back in because this i mean this week it's a it's a year and usually those acl or achilles injuries um that's about the full recovery time so uh, but he was active, which is, you know, very peculiar, very peculiar as to why they didn't really try anything in that, in that regard. But, um, yeah, I not a fan, not a fan of not using Marlon Mack. Yeah, they got to find some, th- you know, some just some kind of crazy running back sets, that, you know, just combinations that they can use and, and going forward. And that includes Marlon or any combination of like Marlon and Taylor, Marlon and Hines, Hines and Taylor. Oh my God. All three Hines of them. Put, uh, put Hines in that quarterback, Taylor as the uh, halfback, Mac yeah, as run the a little wildcat. Run a little like wildcat. A wildcat. Exactly. Oh my God. Like what? Well, you know, these are probably tucked away somewhere too. It, week one, week one. All right. Yeah. I'm sure. That, yeah. They were probably saving that one for this week. I hope. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver room. I, th- I think there's no doubt. We have to give that one to the Rams. Easily. Easily. Cooper cup is the best player or best wide receiver on that field. And Robert Woods is probably number two. Oh yeah. Not without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, tight ends. I got to give that. I, I think I got to give some love to our Jack Doyle had a couple plays, but I think I got to give love to Tyler Higby. That dude picked up right where he left off with Jared Goff last year. I got to give that one to the Rams. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Offensive line. <sighs> this is this stings. We know what the Colts offensive line is supposed to look like. Yes. But right now, 
right here, right now, would you say that the Colts offensive line is better than the Rams? On paper, it's supposed to be. Right. But according to what I saw yesterday with my own two eyes, you got to give it to the Rams. You have to. No, I I certainly agree. Uh, They did a much better job of creating a pocket, you know, giving Matt Stafford time to think and do things. You know, that's another thing. You know, you saw Stafford rolling out, you know, changing the platforms and, you know, changing the the launch angles from Carson Wentz was, oh, drop back, drop back. There was no no creativity, no, hey, we know he's getting destroyed here. Let's help him out with some game playing, some game calling, some play to, like, do something different. Right. And Wright just didn't change it. Oh, my God. I'm more frustrated by the coaching than the actual players. But, but damn it, he, he didn't help him out at all, at all. No, you got to heavily. I mean, you really have to heavily game script. I think when you're at that point, you, your plays have to be flash design. You can't just kind of go out there and run vanilla offensive stuff. You got to, you got to bring out the, the, the big stuff. So I, they did say that they were probably going to limit Car- what Carson could do. You know, they did say that heading into the weekend. And I was like, what, why would you say that out loud to the press? Why, why would you say that to the media? I mean, we're not in the preseason anymore. If we can't, unload and do everything why was he even out in the field do you not have any faith in Eason right that's if Carson wasn't full go if he didn't have you know the whole handle of the game plan if he couldn't do it have him sit put in Eason I'd rather have Eason with a uh, carte blanche of the the menu of uh, you know the play calling than 25 percent with Carson Wentz and whatever was rolled out yesterday for the game calling because that was stupid yeah it was bad it was bad. Defensive line. Mm. I uh, mean, huh. right. Ugh. Ugh. I don't want to think about it. They're going to feast so hard on us next week. Yeah, I, I think we have to give that one to the Rams as well. Aaron Donald. He, he, Buckner played great. You know, he had a sack. He was constantly playing well. And in the league, I've always said it. DeForest Buckner is the best defensive tackle, not named Aaron Donald, because Aaron Donald's a machine and the greatest defensive player of our generation. Oh, I agree. So, yes, he's winning. It's it's the Rams, and I, oh, God, we're going to get killed. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, Let's look at uh, linebackers now. Let's look at the linebackers. So, good. They run a 3-4. The linebackers, Justin Hollins, Kenny Young, Troy Reeder, and Leonard Floyd. Um, and of course we have our group again on paper, Leonard and Okariki blow theirs out of the, out of the stadium. It's not even close. I agree. I think I have Probably to get played yesterday, but no, I I'll give it to our boys. Yeah. We got to give them something and defensive backs. That's, that's the Rams all day that there's no question about that. Not even no, no question about that at this point right now. Hey, Rock Yassin played fantastic on DK most of the time yesterday. Uh, I was happy with his effort. Him and Kenny Moore showed up. I'll give him, nice. I'll definitely give him credit for it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the kind of progress you want to see. So, all right. So, out of all of our position groupings, uh, the Colts have two where we think they're superior at running Ugh. back and linebacker. Ugh. Again, it's all efficiency. You know, again, you know, Daryl Henderson was more efficient than our running backs yesterday, I think. And, and well, uh, it's uh, okay. 
let me rephrase that. Uh, on the in the run game, I think he was more efficient. Yep. Our, our our Colts running backs are a little bit more versatile than that, but yeah, that's right, versatile baby. That's no right. One else, no one else is catching passes. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's what we got going on. Um, there's our Rams preview. So hold on to something, everybody. Uh, it it's it's gonna be it could be bumpy. <laughs> it could be bumpy. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope that right comes out. Everything transpires well this week. Brayden Smith is okay to play. And better, our team can, you know, better be. better be. Or we're yeah, it's come. It could be bad. It's good. Yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. But uh Brandon, I think it's time for a uh a a, a Rogers rant. Ooh, oh my god, that's what I'm gonna rant. Why did it take us so long to think of that? I it took me seven months. <laughs> Shame on me. That's awesome. Um, all right. You know, sometimes bad things happen to you, and it stinks. Like you know, you you go to a restaurant, and they come back with the wrong order, or you know, they 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 burn something, or you you go outside wearing your new fresh pair of shoes, and you get like mud on them. Somebody steps on them. Like that stinks. But what makes it feel better when you're at that restaurant? You know, you, you get the wrong order. You hear the guy at the table next to you getting broken up with, you know, getting dumped by his girlfriend. Or, you know, you got your nice for fresh pair of shoes. And uh, the guy across the street, his shoes are on fire. That's great. Life's better than that piece of shit over there. That's how I feel about watching the Bills lose. Oh, you know, the Colts were supposed to lose at Seattle. They're NFC contender. It's fine. It's fine. Our, our right tackle, our left tackle's out. Cool. We're supposed to lose. The Bills are supposed to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're the best team ever. Oh, oh, oh. You get beat by freaking old-ass Big Ben, who couldn't even uh, throw past 10 yards. Josh Allen looked like Josh Allen 2019, not Josh Allen 2020. You get some fans in the stands. Josh Allen doesn't know how to complete a deep pass. Trash-ass team. Yeah, it's all right. You know, uh, we lost. But so did you. You guys are 0-1. Y'all stink. You're trash. Buffalo. So, I mean, your your starting left tackle is worse than our second string left tackle. I'd rather have Julian that da- turns out Davenport all day long versus Deion Dawkins. Literally, I saw you know Ingram come from one side of the formation through the back to the other and still sex Josh Allen because Josh Allen's a piece of trash. Sucks to be the Bills fan, huh? <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Well, everybody, we hope we come back next week with some better news. Uh, We appreciate you as always. And we'll talk to you next time right here on Colts fans. Yeah. And Bill's land. Trash ass team.